This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 as a popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see, cause Doug loves movies. Hey, 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 everybody. My name is Doug, and I love Broken Lizard. This is Doug Loves Movies coming to you once again from, who was that masked man? It's Sunday, July 19th, 2020, and joining me for another Homes Alone edition are three super-duper dudes. It's Kevin Haverton, Steve Lammy, and Jay Sanders-Sakar. Hello, hello. Hello, 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 guys. Hello. <laughs> now, that's enthusiasm. Hello, remotely. Yeah. How's everybody doing remotely? Good. Fantastic. Jay just went swimming in the Pacific Ocean. He, he's, you know, he's out in the world. I, I did. I, I was just sitting on the beach and on the Malibu County line and uh, went in the water. I, as, as I was telling you before this, that the water was so cold, I thought my heart was going to stop. Uh, <laughs> but then I went in a little deeper, and then, I, and then I ran up here onto the side of the road to, to join in on this wonderful Sunday podcast. You're living on the beach these days, right, Jay? Isn't that where you live now? I am. I have one of those tents you see a lot around the city of L.A. I just pitched a little tent and uh, just living out there on the beach, you know. I mean, nobody's working, so why not, right? Why not? L-I-V-I-N. You should come up to my Winnebago. I, too. I'm parked on the side of the road. I just live out of my Winnebago by the beach. In fact, I can see you right now. I see you. Oh, yeah. Just so you know, I'm the guy who sneaks into your Winnebago and, and shits in your toilet. That's you, huh? All right. That's, well, that's me. cool. I'm glad I know that. Oh, you know what? I thought it smelled familiar. Thank you. I have a confession to make. I'm the one who shits in the sink. <laughs> you know, Doug, see, that's funny because I thought, I thought it was Heffernan, and it, it turns out it's been you this whole time. Yeah, it's, it's, a, real, it's a twist nobody saw coming. Uh, I've, been worried, I've been worried that I was going to get blamed for that whole sink thing, but I'm glad Doug owned up to it. Because we yeah. go at the same time. now. 
Now, if somebody could tell me who's been jacking off on my pillow, that would really solve everything. Uh, isn't that your wife? That, <laughs> I think it's Heffernan. That's Heffernan. That's Heffernan. Oh, okay. Just to close it all out here. Yeah. This is like outtakes from uh, Lethal Weapon. <laughs> it's funny, Doug. I watched Lethal Weapon last night with my kids. No. How wonderful it was to just live in a Winnebago on the beach like Mel Gibson does, you know? Drinking, drinking Coors out of my refrigerator, you know? Yeah. Smoking. Yeah, he's got smoking a dog. He's got everything. At the dog, he's got the, he's got the gun in his mouth, you know? It's got it yeah. all. He, he watches The Three Stooges and loves <laughs> it. It's great. Yeah. He, can, he can dislocate his shoulder. Yeah. Amazing. Like that's, you know, that's, you know, you're the life of the party when you can do that. <laughs> you know what's crazy is how when Lethal Weapon 2 came out and he could dislocate his shoulder, like, what a sweet scene that was. Like, that was his cool trick. And then he used it at the end of the movie to save himself. That sure. was dope. Sure. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's probably got a lot of skills we never see because it never comes in handy to save himself. Oh, that's a good point. It's true. You know, it's true. he's probably could open up a bottle with his eye or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> that was in Lethal Weapon 5. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Still lethal. <laughs> yeah. If he had uh, the glass eye that he... <laughs> no, no. I'm done with the riff. I'm done with the riff. Doug, take it to a new place. <laughs> oh, I just want to uh, introduce you each individually and uh, talk about uh, what you know, what everybody's here to uh, promote. Um, you know him as Farva in uh, Super Troopers and Chief Terry McConkie on Tacoma F. That's right, F to that's, the D. Yeah, that's Kevin Haffern and everybody. Season two uh, starts tonight. Yeah, we're, uh, we're, uh, we're doing the second... What is, it, what is it called? The mid-season uh, premiere. Yes. Yeah. So we, the first, we shot all 13 episodes, but then because of the coronavirus, everything shut down while we were editing. So we were only able to edit the first six, which oh. aired, you know, back in, in April and May. And so now, uh, yeah, July 23rd, today, we uh, premiere the, the final seven episodes. Um, so we're pretty fired off about that. And pun intended, shit, pun intended. <laughs> wait, wait, it's really on July 23rd? Yeah, why yeah. are we airing? What's today? Oh. Today's, today's Sunday the 19th, right? Yeah. Oh, I think I there's a marathon was... going on. There's a marathon going on today where they're showing oh, all okay. the first episodes. Oh, now uh, I get it. Now I get it. So you go over to True That's TV right. and have it all. Doug, you know, I think your fans have come to expect, you're probably stoned right now, and you just fucked up the details, but it's okay. <laughs> it's, uh, the marathon is today, and the midseason premiere is Thursday, July 23rd on True TV. Oh, I'm going to say it so correctly when I introduce our next guest. You know him as Mac. <laughs> you know him as Mac from Super Troopers, and he's Captain Eddie Panisi on uh, Tacoma FD. Uh, premiering on July 23rd on True TV <laughs> is Steve Lemmy! Hey. Hey. hey! hey! Well done. Well done. Lemmy, is there anything you um, want to clarify there? Uh, no, I think he nailed it, and I'm really fired up. Pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, also joining us, uh, frequent guests on this show, Thorny from Super Troopers, absent from Tacoma FD. <laughs> maybe, maybe Thorny works in a different, like, uh, you know, some other department of the law in the, in the Tacoma area. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he could, he could slip in and season either part one or part two of season three, depending on how that shakes out. <laughs> yeah well you know listen uh we could certainly have a, a, a local police officer named like thorny and just that way we don't get sued by fox and we can uh you know we'll steal the character but jay's too handsome he's too handsome he's gonna upstage us so we haven't had him on yet because uh, you know we value our screen our screen machismo on that tv show 
Yeah, I kind of well, have a, a, a only willing to be on the show if I'm shirtless. And they're like, no, it's too, it's too hot. Pun intended. It's too hot. <laughs> yeah, baby. Too hot. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing about being in the fire department in Tacoma is, you're, you know, you're chilly one minute, but then the next minute you're putting out a fire, so it's really hot. you got to dress for everything. Yeah, that was one of the reasons why we put it there, because, you know, it's also rainy a lot, so there's not a lot of fires to fight anyway, so why not? <laughs> you, Isn't just that stand, you stand around and go, well, the forecast said it's going to rain in a little bit, <laughs> so let's just ride this one out. Just crack jokes. <laughs> Yeah. Isn't Tacoma the wettest bit major city in the country? We say that. Uh, I think it is. But uh, that was definitely the premise of how we sold the show. <laughs> the wettest so, city yeah. in America, so the most time for firefighters to mess around. Oh, nice. The firefighters yeah. were not that happy about that. The real Tacoma firefighters did not like our depiction. No, they didn't. No. <laughs> yeah, they're just no, out they in the bars. Be- they're on the bars every night going, we find plenty of fires, damn it. Uh, actually, <laughs> Doug, you, you joke about that, but Kevin and I did a live show in Seattle. And uh, before the show, or sorry, after the show, the, the, the manager of the club uh, came up, came to our, our, our green room and said, there's a bunch of uh, Tacoma firefighters, uh, firefighters out here. They want to speak to you. And uh, <laughs> sure, sure enough, it was a captain. Uh, actually, a cap, Captain Eddie, and uh, he, he came. He came backstage with a bunch of guys, and uh, they said, "You know, we read the description of this show, and frankly, we're a little bit pissed off because we actually fight a ton of fires, and we hope you guys aren't gonna uh, make it seem like we don't do anything." And you know, our knees were knocking together. We were like, <laughs> "We respect you guys. We're gonna, you know, we know you're hardworking. We would never do anything to paint you guys in a dubious light." And then he handed us uh, a card. He said, "By the way, I also happen to uh, be in the Film and Television Commission, and I can be a technical consultant if you guys want." And he he, he slipped his card and went off and, and left us alone. But uh, you know, the fear was real. Yeah, I mean, you get a fireman mad at you, you look out. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> like, did, did he have one hand on his axe? <laughs> <laughs> was he, like, ready to pull his axe the whole time he was talking to you? <laughs> he did. Um, he did. He said, let me ask you a question. <laughs> I got a super troopers question for you guys. Um ah. Are you, have you been watching TV and enjoying that Brian Cox is the voice of McDonald's now? No. No way. Enjoying but uh, no. He's the voice. Yeah. He's loving it? Is he loving it? Yeah. He's, well, you know, he's just sort of like, uh, it's just kind of a real casual kind of pitch. But then at the end, he does his own version of the, uh, the ba-da-ba-ba-ba song. <laughs> and... Uh, it's really, I think it's really uh, probably uh, ASMR for a lot of people, the sound of him doing that. Wow, okay. Yeah. I don't know, I don't I, know what ASMR is. Uh, you know, just calming uh, noises soothing. or videos. Oh. Well, soothing. Like, yeah, uh, people like videos of like, uh, like common activities yeah. and stuff that calms them. And Brian, like um, does he still, do it in his, his accent or does he do it in the American accent? Oh, that's an interesting question. I just sat there going, that's Brian Cox. And I didn't really, um, yeah, I don't know. He doesn't say a lot. You know, it's very, yeah. it's very soft-spoken campaign. But I just love it when he sings the song at the end or does a version of it. I, hear that. I can't even imagine how that happened. That <laughs> was because of superheroes, obviously. He's cashing in on superheroes. Uh, I know. That's I mean, you think that somebody loves Succession so much, they're like, Let's get Brian Cox to be the voice of McDonald's. Sure. There's just voices that, you know how like now, uh, you know, every other car commercial is suddenly John Cusack. Yeah, John yeah. Hamm. John Hamm. And like it's a- like your average, and John Hamm does a lot of them, but your yeah. average person isn't picking out that it's John Cusack. They're just enjoying hearing a voice that's that they're familiar with. Right, right. It's comforting. I mean, that's the idea behind it. But I think these guys are getting paid a lot to, uh, you know, I think it's kind of a scam, but good for them. (laughs) No doubt. 
That's the only I work think, they, they, you get right now, right? So you got to take it. Voiceover work. Yeah, I think an ad is an ad. I don't. I don't think people are going to buy something because of they they subliminally were told by Brian Cox to do it. Super troopers. Yeah, but look how much we're talking about it. Yeah, that's good. A good. good. You know. And when yeah. and when Clooney did those uh, coffee commercials, I bought all that coffee. What was it like Javalia or something like that? Oh, that's yeah. why they ran out. <laughs> Doug, you should have Brian Cox on this show to promote his voiceover on McDonald's. I would, you know, I'd be happy to have him on to promote anything. Uh, don't let him. Don't let him talk about Succession or Super Troopers. Make it entirely <laughs> about his voiceover on McDonald's. <laughs> Now let me ask you this, Brian. Did it take us less time to listen to it than it did you to record it? I was hoping we would talk about succession. <laughs> do all of you do a Brian Cox impression? Uh, uh, oh yeah, Kevin's the go-to, but yeah, we all do it. <laughs> oh my God! I did shit would... in Moscow. <laughs> <laughs> My my favorite was when uh, in Super Troopers two, when we were making that movie, and we found out that Brian Cox was a stoner. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that, but I don't, I don't Too think late. he cares. <laughs> I don't think he cares. And he he you know, we, we were we were waiting for a take to start, and he said, "Boy, was I stoned last night." And and I said, "Wait a second, you smoke pot?" He's like, "Oh yes. What do you think I'm doing in my hotel every night?" <laughs> and I said, do you have weed on you right now? He said, yes, I do. And I said, what's training? He goes, thanks, Sinatra. And <laughs> and, and then I thought, I thought it was great. And then remember, he came up with a great idea. He's, he's like, the real problem is uh, the edibles because I'm diabetic and all the edibles have sugar in them and I need to find an edible. I think somebody should create an edible for diabetics. That's right. And I think, yeah, I think that's a terrific idea. ba da ba 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 That is so great. I, I think there are sugar-free edibles out there, but I, they probably also don't taste very good. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, what is that, uh, like, fake chocolate? Oh, you're uh, talking like about chocolate? <laughs> dude, dude, Jay, run! Yeah. Don't walk to the patent office and get that shit taken care of right now. I'm, I'm, I'm going online right now to see that idea right there. To get, you're gonna own one half yeah. of the Focklet Corporation. Steve Lemmy, Focklet. How do you spell that? <laughs> That'd be F A U X O L A T E. Foxlet. Foxlet. Carob. Ooh. I was thinking of carob. You remember carob? Yeah, like, sure. Like a car carob cake was like a shitty ass brownie. Yeah. Yeah, and carob anyway, is also that's... like a game where you like shuffle around little discs. Uh, that's right. That's actually a game that's played in India quite a bit, carom, but it's played with marbles. Oh, marbles? I thought they were like yeah. little, like rings. No, that we played with some dumb American version of it or something. As a as a boy, when I would visit Bombay, we'd play carom <laughs> in the in the streets. As a boy, when I visited <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How long ago were you dressed up as a boy? <laughs> <laughs> when I go to India, I dress as a boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you guys tired of talking about Tacoma FD and ready to play? I just, I just want to see. I just want to read Jay's autobiography, "The Boy from Bombay." <laughs> good. I've prepared okay, some sorry, games. Doug. What? I prepared some games for you guys to play today, <laughs> and uh, if you need me, I'll be over here. Uh, this first game is called "Whose Tagline Is It Anyway?" I'll Ooh. say a tagline from a movie, and then I'll, you know, ask you each individually to uh, guess what movie you think it is. And you know, it's of all the movies ever, so it's uh, you know, 
not easy, but also there'll be a theme. So you might be able to figure out, you know, what the one of them is based on the previous ones. And these are real taglines, Doug, or the ones you made up? These are real ones from uh, either the poster or advertisement or something, okay. according to uh, can, IMDb. Can I, can I do an ESP call on the first one? I think you're going to do I like it a lot. And then I'm going to say Jim Carrey from Dumb and Dumber. Am I correct? <laughs> no, but I, I love a, a guest like that because if that had been right, everyone would go insane. Like, it would be so fucking cool. I had a but, one in four million chance of getting it right. That's a quote. That's not a tagline, Lemmy. That's right. It's a, it's he, a quote. Fuck you guys. Yeah, why would they say that on the post? <laughs> that would be on the post. No, I like it a lot. <laughs> what, kind of, what kind of movie is that? I mean, that's not a tagline. <laughs> what, kind of, what kind of terrible critic wrote that? <laughs> I like it a lot. I don't have to stand for this, you guys. I put myself out there. Right? I like it a lot. Three stars. <laughs> um, uh, so you get a point for each one you get right. We don't we don't do that many rounds. It's just a silly game. But we're gonna start. We're gonna go alphabetically. So Jay gets to go first. Yay! Uh, tell me, Jay, what movie? And if you if he doesn't get it, then we're gonna go to Kevin and then to Steve. Uh, Jay, can what I, movie? Can I can I interrupt one more time, Doug? <laughs> I was just, I was just thinking about this because I, I was wondering: is Jay going alphabetically, or is Doug going alphabetically by first name or by last name? And I realized it actually doesn't matter because alphabetically, J comes before K, which comes before S. And yeah, it's last the same. Name, it's, Either way, it's C H L. That's right. Yeah. All right, carry oh, on. Doug. Sweet right. interruption. Yeah, thank yeah. you. <laughs> I love it. Carry on. Love <laughs> interruption, something that's absolutely unnecessary. <laughs> like when, you, ah. when you interrupt with something ah. that you know, where I actually have to do something, then that's, that's, that's annoying. But when you jump in and we can just move on immediately, I love it. <laughs> Don't I know, Chairman? Don't I know? <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> okay. Here's the tagline, Jay. Yeah. Nice planet. We'll take it. Uh, oh, yeah, great. Okay. Men in Black 3. Oh, that is a terrific guess, but not the correct answer. Hmm. Kevin, what do you think? I think I know this one, actually. Um, Mars Attacks. With an exclamation point? Mars <laughs> Attacks! Yes, that is correct. What? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Mars Attacks. Uh, Kevin and I saw Mars Attacks uh, uh, on 23rd Street, yeah. high, as, high as fruit bats, uh, when we were living in New York City. I love that movie. Yeah, we, enjoy, we enjoyed it. Yeah, those aliens had a really, uh, really particular noise that they made. And um, Kevin has one point. Yeah, baby. Steve? Yeah. You ready for this next one? Yeah. What movie had the tagline, yikes, they've <laughs> landed? Transformers 4. <laughs> I love it when there's a guest that's that specific because it'd be so fun <laughs> if it was any of the other Transformers movies. <laughs> Transformers 3, god damn. Like, you just missed it. So close. But no, it's not a Transformers movie. Jay, what do you think? The Birds. Oh. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Yikes, my eyes. <laughs> you know, he said it with confidence. I think you should get half a point for how confident he was. Yeah, that really is a lot of it. Like, I think sometimes Alex Trebek just lets it go because somebody sounds like they knew the right answer. <laughs> yeah, like Jay just slide. tossed that one off. The bird. Boom. He Boom. likes to make him look smart, so he just says that's correct all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows. Uh, no, that isn't it, though. Kevin, do you think you uh, know this one? Um, the Arrival. <laughs> 
Um, I think that movie is a little more serious than. Uh, but I think they were trying to get to a different audience. They're trying to get to a different audience with it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> they're trying to get that. We want our money back, audience. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was a little bit of a twist that I pulled here on you guys. That was also a tagline for Mars Attacks. Oh. <laughs> I'm sensing the pattern already. I'm sensing the pattern already. You might see a theme happening, but we'll, we'll see what happens. We're back to uh, Steve again gets to go first on this next one. I'm guessing Steve, Mars Attacks. Steve, one movie has that's uh, still... Hang on a second. You don't want to jump to conclusions. What movie okay, has okay. a tagline? Mankind just became an endangered species. <laughs> oh, we know this one. I'm going to say Mars Attacks. <laughs> no, that's not it. <laughs> Fuck it, God. I know Transformers it 4? It's, it's Predator. Oh, no, that was a good guess, though. Oh, Kevin. oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Some guy just drove by on his back wheel at about 75 miles an hour yeah i thought you're you're like working as an extra in torque too (laughs) that would be that would be to work wait a minute that's that's the best role you think i could get after all the movies i've made an extra in torque too (laughs) no i just thought it's the only thing that would be Uh, where a guy would go by on a motorcycle They'd give me a speaking line, at least one or two lines, my God. No. Motorcycle movie. Or, yeah, or maybe, you know, it's just a wink to the camera, but you look like Thorny. It's not Thorny, but you look like it. Hey, is Chandrasekhar an extra now? Yeah, he's in Torf 2. You ever see that? It's on his resume. It'd be sweet, though, if you had a radar gun and it said 70 and you spilled your coffee on yourself and the guy was gone. That would be a good extra role for me. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I will, I'll repeat my joke. I'll repeat my joke, which is that it should be called Twork. T-W-O-R-Q-U-E. I, I, I will repeat my... Um, this, this is the second time I haven't gotten you understood your joke. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be quiet again after hearing it again. <laughs> No laughter. Um, yeah, we heard it the first time. All right, go. <laughs> okay, did, you, did Kevin guess yet? I have not guessed. Nope. But okay. I think I know because I was having a conversation yesterday, actually, about um, the films of Paul, Paul Verhoeven. And uh, we often get mistaken for this movie. I think it's Starship Troopers. Ooh. That is correct. Wow. Wow, you really... Effortant. And Lemmy's got a good Starship Trooper story, though. Right, Lemmy? You ran away with this thing, Kevin. That was... Uh, I'm a tagline guy. I'm a that tagline. was very, very well done. Um, if we needed another one, I was going to go to the only good bug is a dead bug. Oh. Same okay. Movie. Troopers, yeah. Which is also Starship Troopers. Okay. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> we all get called that movie. We get mistaken for Starship Troopers. I got, I, yeah, I got into a lengthy conversation about because someone obviously said that's the guy who made Super Troopers, and a guy walked up to me in a bar. He's like, "Dude, I love your movie. It's incredible." <laughs> and then he goes, "How about that shower scene?" And I'm like, "Yeah, right." <laughs> and then I'm like, kind of going with it. And he goes, "How'd you make those bugs?" And I'm like, "Okay, I didn't make that movie." <laughs> yeah. How'd you make that's those funny. bugs? <laughs> that's that's funny. That's exactly my story. I was on an airplane sitting next to a guy. He said, "What do you do?" I said, "Super Troopers." And uh, he said, "I love that movie." And you know, we chatted about it. He's, and uh, he said, "You were awesome in it." I said, "Oh, thank you very much." <laughs> and then he said, "What?" And you know, we talked the whole plane ride about it. And at the end, he was like, "What was the budget on that movie anyway?" I was like, "One point two five million dollars." He's like, "Get the fuck out of here." I was like, yeah. And, and he's like, how'd you do all the bugs? And I said, uh, <laughs> I said, you're thinking of Starship Troopers. And he said, oh, which one are you in? And I said, Super Troopers. He said, never heard of it. And that was, that was the end of our friendship. <laughs> never heard of it. <laughs> yeah. He heard of it at the beginning of the flight when you said it the first time. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> heard it. Um, 
That is amazing. I wish that that must have been really interesting how you just the bugs just didn't come up until the end. That's true. I know. I know. And like, then I everything to else sounds I... pretty legit, you know, like, yeah, it was kind of like a bunch of Nazis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where'd you shoot that? Oh, up in Nyack, New York. Get out of here. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Well, good job, Kevin. You won that game. And that, yeah, means, that means you have a huge advantage in our second and final game today, which we will play right after a brief commercial message. We'll be right back. We're back. <laughs> Jay is always blown away by how fast that break goes by. I am. I like I was just getting into the Brian Cox McDonald's uh, audio there and then boom, we're right back. I was like He's going to go take was, another dip in the ocean. That was right. super relaxing. Yeah. I wish just talking about Brian Cox and McDonald's so much got me some sort of endorsement deal with McDonald's. But uh, <laughs> I think I think you might have gotten that had Lemmy not outed their spokesman as being a stoner. That's true. <laughs> That's true. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. We like season two. Season two of Tacoma FD is all Taco Bell and Pizza Hut commercials. Like they know who the target audience is. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah, they know. They know exactly what they're doing. Oh, that's awesome. (laughs) I thought you know my my favorite uh, Brian Cox voiceover was uh, you know the 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 movie Her you know with uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Scarlett Johansson, and then the the robot, or like the the dude who steals her away, uh, is Brian Cox. Is Brian Cox who uh, really? Yeah, yeah, who caused her to be unfaithful? Whoa! Because doesn't she end up like having relationships with thousands of different people, and that's what freaks him out? Is that she starts I, making love with the entire internet? <laughs> I, yeah, I think so. And but I, the first one was Cox, and I remember seeing that that movie. I was like, ah, that voice sounds familiar. Who is that voice? And it turns out it was Coxie. Now listen, I you know, yeah. I, I I know Coxie. I love Coxie. I mean, it, it, I can't imagine him uh, stealing my wife away from me. But maybe it's possible. Sure, ba 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 ba. <laughs> that movie, they just needed it. They just needed one Cox to get things going, and then, <laughs> right. and then everybody was uh, going after ScarJo. ScarJo, uh, but she won't be able to play that role anymore. Like if they did her today, they'd hire an actual AI, not uh, an actress. They'd hire Siri to do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, you love me. I laughed at that joke. <laughs> Thanks, dog. <laughs> I was had a I the Alexa was the other one I was going for. You know, the decision I went with Siri. What What do you think would have been funnier, Alexa or Siri? Uh, I think Alexa would have been funnier, but you Siri. Do? Ah, damn it! You yeah, do well, more, more Alexa's, syllables. Alexa's a little more of a female name um, yeah. to me. I mean, Siri's a made-up name. I don't know, but it was still funny. I loved it. But Siri's also a stiff, which is why my brain went in that direction. You know, like Siri's a shitty actress. I'm sure. <laughs> That's not nice. <laughs> <laughs> was that her starring as Patrick Swayze in Roadhouse? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so before the break, we played a game, and Kevin was the winner. So that means Kevin gets a tremendous control in our next game. It's called Last Person Standing. And, Kevin, you get to name the subject of this game today, an actor or actress. Well, you think you know more, you know, a lot of their credits. Because we're going to take turns naming movies that that person's been in. And when somebody can't think of one, they're out. And uh, I like to play as well. Okay. Because I don't know in advance who you're going to pick. Okay. Um, hmm. I've been thinking about an actor. You know, uh, you know, you know Jay and uh, Steve pretty well. Yeah. 
I got a good one. I got a good one. So can I make an ESP call here? Oh, okay. I like a, a prediction. Okay, I think Kevin's going to go with Kevin Klein. <laughs> no. He loves, he loves Kevin Klein. Is um, that that's just because of the, like, when you were a kid, you were like, oh, that's another Kevin, and so you just always watched no, him. No, it's, it's Steve's favorite actor. Steve's favorite actor is Goddamn. Kevin Klein. Goddamn right. I saw him uh, in Central Park. You know, at the Delacorte Theater, the Shakespeare in the Park Theater, doing uh, Pirates of Penzance when I was a kid with uh, Linda Ronstadt and Rex Smith, and he stole a show. He was a villain, and he wasn't famous yet. And then uh, I had the pleasure of meeting him many years later in, uh, in New Mexico, and we were filming uh, Beer Fest, and he was filming a movie called Trust, and we were staying in the same hotel, and I saw him. And these guys were like, you got to go talk to him, you got to go talk to him. So I went up and talked to him, and I was like, hey, you know, I'm a really big fan, and I'm also acting in a movie called Beer Fest. And he's looking at me. I don't know, Doug, if, you're, if you remember the way I look in that movie, but I had a, a, you know, a big permed hairdo and male pattern baldness shaved into the top of it. And, um, you know, on the weekends, my five o'clock shadow would come in. So I looked particularly weird to him. But uh, he was a really nice guy. And we spoke about the Pirates of Penzance. And, uh, and I love Kevin Klein. Do you think this story had an ending when you started it? <laughs> you know, Doug, you know, Doug, I, it, right at this moment, I'm recalling that every time I come on your show, it devolves the same way. About 45 minutes into it, you and I realize that we don't like each other and we start making fun of each other. <laughs> <laughs> no, carry I, on, I, loved carry. It. I just really, that's yeah, one of those stories where I thought he was going to be a dick to you or like I thought it was, you know, and it's, I loved hearing all of those details. It's just funny to me that it just ended with, and he's been in other movies. <laughs> okay, here's one. Here's one. Here's one. I walked away and then I went back to him and I said, oh yeah, by the way, I jacked off about your wife a million times back in high school. And then oh. I kept going. How's that? <laughs> oh no. Holy weird. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> wait, wait Hold a on. second. Wait. Did I say that? <laughs> Hold on a minute there. <laughs> wait a second. I, what I meant was he came up to me and he said, have you ever jacked off about my wife? How's that? Hey, Phoebe Cates. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, wait a second. Did I say that too? Somewhere okay. in Hollywood, your, your name was just crossed off the uh, Kevin Klein biopic remake, Steve. I think Kevin <laughs> oh, was going was gonna to hire you to play him, and now he's like, Nope. <laughs> no, sir. He was just listening to Doug Loves Movies. And he's like, That's what? right. <laughs> I thought like at the end of the story, he was going to like eat one of your goldfish while you stand there stuttering. <laughs> <laughs> Don't I wish. Don't I wish. Then, he won then an I Oscar for that. He, Kevin Klein won an Oscar for eating Michael Palin's goldfish. Yeah. Or exotic fish. It wasn't even a goldfish. It was an extra fancy fish. That's one of my... Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Favorite movies. I think it's, it's darn near perfect. Did you watch yeah, the like, predestination like you promised me you would, Jay? No, but I, I put it, you know, I have a list of movies that I plan to watch. And uh -huh. I was rolling through the list with my wife and I'm like, and I'm like, oh, yeah. and something called predestination. I don't know why the hell that's on this list. And then we <laughs> laughed and then kept on going through the list. Um, <laughs> but now that I remember it, you told me to put it on that list. So yeah, I will don't now. <laughs> I don't tell her it was my it. idea when you try right. to watch it because she'll be no. like, I don't want to watch some dumb stoner movie. That's right. <laughs> no, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. I'm going to watch I it just... too. I really am. I really am. Oh, wait, you haven't even watched it? No, because everybody <laughs> recommends it. Everybody recommends it to me all the time. And I don't, I don't, I feel like I'm not going to like it because it's like a low budget time travel movie. I see. So you want to, you want me to waste my time on it and then let you know next time I'm on whether to watch it. No, I I'll just, do that. Yeah, I'll do that. I want Doug. somebody I trust to watch it and say, you, you really should give this a chance. Okay. Uh, it's okay. Kind of, it's kind of like when, 
when a king has somebody taste their food to make sure it's it not kind of what... is it kind of is and i'm he's complimenting me and i'm falling for it and now i think <laughs> i'm gonna watch it but i feel you manip told manipulated me, <laughs> you told me you were watching a movie every night so i thought that's right this guy That's can right. handle one movie that I'd like him to watch. <laughs> He's watching you. one every <laughs> night for the rest uh, of our lives. I've watched, I'm watching so many movies that I'm watching movies for other people. They're like, hey, do you mind watching this movie for me so I don't have to? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to leave this movie alone. Can you watch this movie for me? <laughs> That's yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, man, the pandemic was really tough for, uh, for Shandra Sekar. He was reduced to watching movies for other people. Yeah. He's, a, he's an extra in movies, and now he watches movies. He's, he's off the rails. Not a selfless. Yeah. He's a selfless giver. <laughs> um, okay, so um, it was Kevin's turn to choose an actor. Sorry, oh, I interrupted. Yeah. No, but Jeez. I love that. That was the whole thing was great. And uh, was that a worthwhile interruption, Doug? Does that interrupt? <laughs> I thought you were gonna. Yeah, you, I thought I really thought the story was gonna end with you saying something about Wild Wild West to him. <laughs> I'm so fucking out of here. I am. So, I hope you enjoy me on this. This is the last time I'm doing this fucking show. <laughs> every every time I come on Doug Loves Movies, I get fucking ridiculed. Forty five minutes in, and I've had it. Well, you know, if you need to set it, you know, make sure a timepiece is accurate. You can uh, come back and. Uh, right, I'm calling my agent. I'm going to start doing a Steve look. <laughs> <laughs> he's only does he's only agreed to do it for 44 minutes <laughs> where did steve go <laughs> it must be 45 minutes steve isn't here anymore um all right so kevin what do you think who's who, who, what name are okay, we gonna use i uh, i've been thinking about this actor and so it's good uh i want to do this guy although he's been in a lot of movies so it might be too easy um one of my favorites and he's got a crossover to Kevin Klein. Let me, that's a bonus question for you. Uh, okay, I want to okay. go, I want to go Scott Glenn. Whoa. Ooh. That is a, he's in a lot of movies, but he's also, you know, he's character actor. He's usually not the lead. Right. So he's a, he's a tricky one. Plus. Lots of big movies. Yeah. Okay. okay. Scott advice. Glenn's my guy. I'm going to go the Scott Glenn. Huge. All right, so we're going to start with you, Kevin. Kevin, stop looking, first. stop looking him up, Lemmy. Don't look him up. Don't look him up. Don't look him up. I'm not looking him up. I'm going to go. I'm going to go with the Kevin Klein crossover movie first. Mm -hmm. Silverado. Oh yeah, a great movie. A great, a great movie. A great movie. That movie is so fun. I want to. I'm going to watch it right now. See you guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, Steve, you're up. Okay, well, I am going to go with the movie Backdraft, since I'm a firefighter, and it's a firefighter movie. Oh, yeah. Backdraft FD. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so that, that's my turn. And I'll never forget Scott Glenn because of that moment where he's exiting the party up a staircase while Clarice Starling is taking a mm. phone call mm -hmm. with Dr. Lecter in Silence of the Lambs. But the part I really won't ever forget is after he, Dr. Lecter hangs up, she just keeps saying into the phone, Dr. Lecter, Dr. Lecter, <laughs> Dr. Lecter. Like she doesn't know how phones work. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> now, also, perfect, you know, perfect movie, book, except for that. <laughs> in the book, they had a relationship, right? Didn't that character and, and Clarice, didn't they get it on together? I think uh, maybe. We read that book. Yeah. Uh, they, they got, I guess they didn't want Scott Glenn to get it on with uh, Jodie Foster. I guess not. Oh we're yeah, they didn't. I bet they just didn't want. They wanted her to just be a strong woman and not have like you know that him holding that over her. Yeah, maybe because he's because he's her boss, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, good, good for them. Good for Jonathan Demi cleaning good up that him. piece of business. <laughs> good for him. Well, 
Yeah, but I mean, he, he does have a, a little bit of a trans issue with that movie, doesn't he? Yeah, probably. Oh, yeah. <laughs> probably. probably. No, <laughs> That's no. the bigger issue for him there. <laughs> no, you're right. No, that is, it, that is a huge, the trans thing in that is, is huge. It is, a, yeah. it is a, a extra, extra uncomfortable now and, and uh, inappropriate. He almost uh, redeems himself by having Jodie Foster not date Scott Glenn, but, but not quite. No, you really, you really poked a big old hole in my, uh, in my theory there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, is it my turn yet? Yep. Okay. I don't mean to take over as host for you, Doug, but it felt like you just drifted away. <laughs> I'm just really reassessing my love of Silence of the Lambs. I love, I love that movie. Don't reassess. It's a great movie. You know what? I, I'll say this. Trans people can also be serial killers. Let's, you know, they can do anything. So one of the things they can also do is be serial killers. So make, make peace with it that way. Okay. They're not all serial killers, but, you know, that one was. You're saying it's inclusive. Yeah, it's an inclusive film. It's an inclusive film, you know? <laughs> Uh, okay, so they I'm going to go with... That character, they could have made that character anything, but they gave an opportunity. Oh, but actually it's just a just <laughs> some white dude playing the part. Okay, okay, we're back to that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just a straight guy. That's that actor's very nice man. Uh, Ted Levine. Yeah, and he, he also is in Wild Wild West. Jay won't found, cast him in it. Jay's afraid of him. He won't cast him in it. I found his performance so chilling in Silence of the Lambs that every time I cast a movie, the casting director's like, hey, do you want to be Ted Levine? And I'm like, nope. <laughs> I'm afraid. I don't want to ever meet Ted Levine. I'm afraid. Well, what about, what about now? Because uh, on a safe set, there'll be six feet between you at all times. <laughs> hmm. Right, but, but, but. But didn't don't those serial killers have the ability to manipulate your mind and get you to like? It didn't didn't you know Anthony Hopkins? Yeah, yeah, it's true. I it's yeah, true. I think, yeah, yeah. You I don't can still you can still hear them from under the mask. They could still manipulate you with their words. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to do that. He only likes fat people, Jay. So I'd be in trouble. You wouldn't be in trouble. Right, he does because because you, your your skin he's able to like open it up and use you as a skin suit. Uh-oh, there's another problem with the movie, anti-fat people. Oh. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Tough <laughs> <laughs> to meet your heroes, guys. Tough yeah. to meet your heroes. Tough to meet your heroes. <laughs> yeah, they don't really, they really bring down bug collectors in that movie. Um, it's just a lot of, a lot of uh, bad stereotypes in there. Uh, Jay, what do you think for Scott Glenn? Um, the right stuff. Ooh, there you go. Nice. That's real nice. Good. I just uh, picture uh, him in. I picture him in every movie that has astronauts. Yeah. Uh, I also read that book. Um, it's quite a good book. Quite Tom interesting. Wolf? Uh, I believe so. Did he write that? Yeah, Tom Wolf. That's right. Yeah. That's good. That's good. It's uh, and I like the movie too. I saw it late. Like I saw it like years after everybody else did. Oh, really? It's a great movie. It's very long. Very long. Big cast. Big, big fan of cast. Yeah. Jeff Goldblum throws up, I think. Yeah. He's with Harry Shearer, right? He and Harry Shearer. I think Jeff Goldblum is the best actor of all time. Boom. Boom. Drop the mic. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I, I, everything he says in every movie, I love. I just love him. He is uh, very engaging, no matter what kind of, like, because he's in all genres. Speaking of, like, Silverado, he shows up yes. in a there you go. cowboy outfit there. And he also shows up as a cowboy in Buckaroo Banzai for no reason. <laughs> and, uh, mm. Yeah, he's, uh, he's a delight. He's really fun to go back and watch old stuff that he was in. And then now these crazyapartments.com commercials. It's just, uh, he's an endless fount of uh, entertainment. Those, those commercials are incredible. The one where he's just going, beep, boop, 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 beep, beep, boop, boop. He just keeps doing that for a while. I, I just I marvel at it every time. Like, what, is, <laughs> what is even happening? These are, uh, some adults got together and said, just say beep, boop, beep, 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 boop. <laughs> 
He goes, I'm going to riff for a little, a little, keep it rolling. Keep it rolling. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> gold. It's all gold. Um, okay. Uh, Kevin. My up. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with the first movie I remember seeing Scott Glenn in ever. And he creeped me out in it was uh, urban cowboy. Oh yeah. Mm. Mm. Like he wore yeah. one of those little mesh shirts, one of those half mesh shirts. You know what I mean? Yeah, that movie, what? that's got to be a real rough watch these days. Oh, sure. Because even, even the guy you're rooting for hits the woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They that both was, take yeah. That was one of the movies I saw in the movie theater, I think. That was like 1980 or something like that. And yeah. Like, it's, what is this? It's brutal. <laughs> uh, okay, Steve? Okay, okay. I was going to say Urban Cowboy because uh, he was great know, in that. A, I'm going to go with... Another one of my favorite movies Scott Glenn was in is The Hunt for Red October. Oh yeah. Oh okay. Yeah, he was the uh, the, the command. The, what would you be the captain of the uh, of the American submarine vessel? Right. Yeah. And he. Uh, no. No transgenders in that though. Was there? Were there? That was a weird movie where for the first couple minutes there were subtitles and then the camera like zoomed in really tight on someone's face and then zoomed back out and then everyone spoke in I love that. Uh, whatever, whatever accent they, uh, is their oh. homeland. They did that. Yeah. Uh, they also so did Gene Hackman's just yelling in an American accent. At, or uh, not Gene Hackman. Uh, uh, they Alec did Baldwin. that Viking movie too. What was that Viking movie with uh, Antonio Banderas? They zoomed in on their oh. face and they're speaking English. The, the 13 Warriors? Warrior. 13. 13th Warrior. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, wait. Yeah, yeah I'm thinking of Hunt for Red October. Was Sean Connery still had his Scottish brogue. Yeah. Well, Russian captain. Yeah, but Sam Neill was Russian. I would very much like to see Montana. <laughs> I bet you would. I bet you would, comrade. <laughs> I bet you would, comrade. Yeah, don't be done yet, good friend. Gosh, there's so many more Scott Glens, but I'm having trouble thinking of, a, of another one. No, it's right. We've really nailed the uh, some big ones, but there's one. there's got to be some obvious ones I'm not thinking of. Yes, yes. Um, I feel like he should have been in GI Jane, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not sure. I don't know if he is. Jay, do you have another one? I think he was in. Uh, a movie about George Bush where he plays Rumsfeld. Yeah. Really? Wasn't he, okay. wasn't there a movie yeah. called W? Like, yeah. uh, like, uh, the Oliver Stone movie, right? Yeah. Wasn't he, isn't that a thing? Yes. I saw I W. I feel like Scott Glenn played Rumsfeld though. No. I think, he I think he's in W. Is there is there nobody on the staff to check facts? <laughs> Who's checking? No, we yeah. just you know it's all uh, you know based on our all our knowledge at hand, and I think we can all agree that he's, he's not in that movie. Okay, I mean I, I don't agree with that, but uh, <laughs> I, I have no idea. So we can't all agree, that's for sure. But okay, so we. I think he is. Okay, what movie you know. is it? Uh, Oliver Stone's W. W. Yeah. Now, yeah. Doug, Doug, Jay does raise an important question, which is that if you're playing the game and not looking things up on the internet, doesn't, uh, isn't there somebody who, isn't that where the game breaks down? You got a producer. <laughs> no, no, because I truly know, like, you know, like so far, nobody said anything where I'm like, is he in that? Until now. And, yeah, it's it's just sort of uh, how the, I've done the show. Uh, <laughs> I, now that you mentioned it, yeah, that would be a good idea to have someone with the answers. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's amazing that, that it's taken 
this long for you to figure that out. I'm yeah, fucking done with this show, really, Doug. I'm done really with this. <laughs> it's key to the game show world, I think, is, ha- is questions and the answers. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, we're just playing, you know, we just goof around. And if, uh, you know, usually there's an audience that would be yelling at us, no, oh, he's not oh. in it, or yes, he is in it. Something and we're supposed to of, take their opinion. It's kind of as... a consensus thing happens, you know. Okay. Like a mob, mob rule, mob rule. But I'll take your W. Uh, who played W? Who played the lead in that? Uh, Josh Brolin, right? Josh Brolin. Yeah, Brolin. Josh, yeah. Brolin. Josh Brolin. Yeah. yeah. So in a world where Josh Brolin is W, because, man, in that one, uh, what's the one that Adam McKay did? Oh, yeah, Vice. Uh, yeah, Vice. Vice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Fucking Sam Rockwell is just Great. It's insane how much he looks like W in that. Yeah. But, but by the way, Brolin was really good, too. No, he Brolin's, was. Well, Brolin is a great actor. So is Sam Rockwell, yeah. but Brolin is, well. Wow. He's almost yeah. Jeff Goldblum good. <laughs> well, that, you know, his scene where he keeps talking about Moto, uh, uh, Moto Panakeku uh, in the restaurant in uh, Inherit Vice, it just gets better every time I see it because he's just so committed and it doesn't make a lick of sense. <laughs> Uh, Josh Brolin was almost in the Dukes of Hazard. I talked to him on the phone for about 45 minutes from my trailer down in Louisiana trying to convince him to be in the Dukes of Hazard, And he's like, I just don't know if, if Josh Brolin should be in the Dukes of Hazard." <laughs> and I was like, I get it. I get it. It's going to be cool, though. He goes, I have no doubt about it, but I'm not, not going to do it. But uh, so... Uh, so that so that happened. Which role, <laughs> Daisy Duke? He was going to play um, the role of uh, uh, I don't remember the character's name. What, what's the character Roday played? Not Dill oh, Trickle, the race car but, uh, driver. The, yeah, the race car driver, Billy Prickett. Billy Prickett. Billy Prickett. Um, uh, the other guy I talked to was McConaughey. Uh, who who also I talked to for a while. He goes, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if Matthew McConaughey should be in the Duke's answer. Everybody said that to me. <laughs> they all have the same accent. I got Steve Lemmy to do it though. <laughs> Hell yeah, baby. Two times. In two roles. <laughs> Kevin? Yeah. Scott Glenn. Um, well, we're missing a whole franchise here, so I'm gonna do a, a Brian Cox crossover now. Because he was in the Bourne movies, Scott. Oh, um, but he wasn't in the first one because he, it was it was Chris Cooper, right? In the first one, right? So I just watched oh. the first two Bourne movies. The Bourne Ultimatum, he was in. Anyway, that's, um, what, yeah. that's where you're going with Kevin. The I'm going, Bourne, I'm going to go Bourne Ultimatum. Okay, Steve. Ooh, that's a good one. Um, okay, <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with a deep cut with. Early Scott Glenn in yeah, a small it. role. I'm going Apocalypse Now. Good. Whoa, That's a good one. That's yeah, really he's good. he's in he's in the scene, and and I think Harrison Ford is in the same scene with him when they're they're briefing. Uh, mm-hmm. What's that? Yeah. yeah, when they're briefing right. Martin Sheen on his mission. Yeah. yeah, that's young Scott Glenn, young Harrison Ford. Yep. Yeah, there's some good ones in that uh, that apocalypse now. Um, Jay? Well, I just saw him in this movie because I just watched The Player. Ooh. Okay. And I, as himself? Um, as he as ha- himself. There's a lot as, of as themselves. As in that himself. Yeah. yeah, I'm buying it. I'm buying it. Yeah. Yeah. John Cusack's in that movie. Sure as is. himself. And... Uh, uh, the studio executive is like, uh, Johnny, you're going to be up in Telluride? And Cusack's like, yeah, yeah, maybe, because he has no idea who the executive is, who Tim Robbins is. And he goes, yeah, me and Johnny, we're going to Telluride. <laughs> it's really, really good. Yeah, I like that movie. Uh, it's back to you, Kevin. Jay, do you think um, if they redid the player, they, that they'd have you play yourself in it? Man. What an honor. Is, is that an offer, or are you just saying? Yeah, I'm remaking the player. Do you want to be in it as yourself? 
I'd like to play the Scott Glenn part if that's possible. <laughs> I'm Scott Glenn. Hey, there's Scott Glenn. No, it's not. That's Jay Sanders. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Somebody you got it. You got it, boss. You guys worked it out already? It's great. The deal's done. Yeah. Now we get movies made. That's how we get movies made. Is it a pay or player deal? (laughs) It better be. That's a handshake. It's a handshake deal. Oh, okay. Okay, I'm in there. He'll sue me later. He'll sue me later when I give the part to somebody else. (laughs) I'll give the part to Scott Glenn and Shander Sekar. That would be better. I have at least one more Scott Glenn. Perfect. Um, Because our friend Bill Paxson who uh, uh, told us this was his second, this movie was his second biggest payday and he did this movie that Scott Glenn's in. Uh, it's called Vertical Limit. Oh, that's oh, great. Yeah. Right, the mountain climbing movie. Yeah. Can you guys name Bill Paxton? Bill Paxton said his highest payday movie was? Oh. Uh, uh, Twister? Uh, Twister. Titanic? Twister no, is correct. Twister. 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 Yeah, Twister. He was the lead in that. Titanic, um, he took. He took a two-hour break in the middle of that movie. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> yeah, I used to tell I used to tell Paxton, and I meant that that I loved the movie Twister, and he used to get pissed off at me in earnest every time I mentioned it to him because he thought I was making fun of him, even though I was never making fun of him. I'd say I love <laughs> oh, that movie. Go, man, Fuck you, come Lemmy. On. <laughs> and I'd be like, No, I'm serious. I love him. Give it a rest, Lemmy. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm serious. I love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> See, now you, know how I, you know how I feel about today. <laughs> I, I'm, I wasn't messing with you. I was being sincere. <laughs> oh, fuck oh. off, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> Give uh, it a rest, another, Doug. Do you have another uh, oh. Scott Glenn, Steve? I have one more Scott Glenn, and then I really... And then I don't have any more. Uh, training day. Ooh. Okay, well, he playing was like, training he was day. Was he the boss or something? The boss cop? He, he's the boss cop in training day. Huh. That's, See, now, that's a great you, movie. That's yeah, a great see, movie. Now you're glad there isn't somebody to fact check. <laughs> I, I, I didn't sound confident. I didn't sound confident in that one. Uh, do you have another one, Jay? I'm out. I'm out. I don't have another one. Kevin? The only, I mean, I guess I, if he's in another Bourne movie, I can throw that <laughs> <laughs> I don't know sure, which ones he's in. I don't know which one. Like Bourne Legacy or something like that. He's probably in. Yeah. Hey, this is kind of fun. Let's say that Jay and I lost and that the winners <laughs> are Kevin and Steve, the stars of Tacoma FD. Uh, second half of season two premieres this Thursday on True TV. Yeah, baby. Nice. Yes. Love it. That's what you win is a, a decent plug. Shout out. I didn't screw it up. Plug. Is a plug. Yeah. Is a, we'll take it. What do you got going on? Anything you want to uh, promote? Me? No. Uh, I'm going to get out of this car and I'm going to um, hop in the ocean. Oh, you know what? You can get me on Cameo. Get me on Cameo. Oh. You, you and I are both on Cameo, Doug. Yes. I'm on the Cameo. Tell me what to say. I'll say practically anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. Yeah. It's, it's weird the things people get you to say, but uh, you know, I, I, I enjoy it. I've, I've been having a good time on that. I do, too. I do, too. Um, I, yeah, I don't really have anything I want to promote, but uh, what I've been doing at the end of the shows lately is saying a, uh, a last line from a, a movie. Like sometimes they're obscure, sometimes they're memorable ones. But do you guys know what the last line is at the end of Super Troopers? Is there an official last line? Let's see. We did that reshoot. <laughs> uh, well, it goes into the that that kid getting thrown we throw stuff at him right oh yeah so are you talking that's a credits that's a post that's a credits thing but it's still dialogue yeah i mean lemmy's line is i didn't see that coming lemmy says i didn't see that coming and that's kind of right right but but i think jeff aaron jeff aaron says oh no and right because you throw 
Farber throws the fire extinguisher at him. Yeah. It might be oh and no. Then, <laughs> okay. What about? I like it. But then I like after, it. after that, don't we show the school bus incident after that? But that's it's a it's a non audio. There's okay. no audio. Okay. It's yeah. I didn't mean oh, to no, throw no. such a I, tough question I, at you. I know guys. what it is. It's it's the uh, he says please no right doesn't he? Is that... Please it, no. Yeah yeah. Okay, that's what I'm going to go that, with. Isn't that the last line of the opening scene when he's eating the more drugs? <laughs> you might be right. You might be right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> I think he does it the last line of the movie though. It's when I throw the fire extinguisher. Oh, yes, yeah, some, somebody, somebody yells, "Farba!" Right. That's the last line yeah. of the movie. Okay, Farba, I love it. All right. Thank I you. I think it might be Lemmy. I think Lemmy does. Oh, okay. Sweet. Yeah. Sweet. Thanks, guys, for being here. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Doug. That was fun. And uh, fun. yeah, I hope to, see, I hope to right. see at least was... at least two of you again sometime. <laughs> that was all right. I didn't really have a good time. <laughs> As always, Farva! <laughs> now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of gold, his viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no room.